say that again now that we're recording, please. Um, you're a good friend. Thank you. You're we're welcome. not going to give you the context. No, never. You'll never know. I have a lot something of things that we can, we have to share, and there's a lot yeah. of things that we got to keep for just for us. Some things, most things, we should keep just for us, but we choose to exploit ourselves here. That's right. We choose to bust it wide open, just like Megan the Stallion and Cardi B, right here every week for you. I'm gonna bust it right up into your ears. I'm gonna bust it in your ears. May Gross. I present to you? Assassin's Greed and many other thrillers. A book written by Peyton Jones when he was maybe 11. Assassin's <laughs> Greed. That's what I said. So you're telling me that, that Corporal Peyton Jones wrote that book? Yes. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. What's it what's it about? <laughs> Give me the synopsis. Well, well, there's well, the main story is also not the first story in the book, but the main story is called um Assassin's Greed. And I think Can it you was spell assassins wrong. Absolutely. Is that what happened? Yeah, I'm okay. going to read it exactly how it is written. <laughs> now what what was the what was the grade on this? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. It's not in the book. I can read you the uh, the thing the teacher put in the back of the book, though. Would you like that? That's what I need. Okay. It's not like a grade. I think they went in the back of every book. It says, uh, Dear Parent, I think you will agree this is an exceptional book. This project was a collaborative effort by your child's classmates and your child's teacher. A tremendous amount of time and effort went into this book. Students learned a great deal about the publishing process while they improved their vocabulary and writing skills. Plus, being a young published author gives a sense of pride and accomplishment. This was published, dude. Dude, he did it. It's got original artwork in it and everything. Look at this. Holy shit. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of visual bits on this one. The first book is called uh, the first story is called Life as a Soldier by Peyton Jones. So he knew. Fuck. He knew. <laughs> I think he this was one just is speaking it into an existence. I think this one is autobiographical. Also, it's dedicated to grandpa. I don't know who that is because we've never called any of our grandparents grandpa or grandma. So that's that. Shout out, Lord Gary. Okay. You ready? I've never been more ready for anything. I hear the booms go off. Boom, boom. And gunshots going off. And screaming. I was out on the front line shooting my rifle. And, period. I used all my bullets. And I pulled out my handgun and started shooting. I killed at least 45. Then I got shot in the left shoulder. They took me to a medevac. I was there for four years. They finally got the gunshot out my shoulder. Then I had no trouble moving my arm. About three years later, I was able to pick up a gun again, but I decided not to go back to two-period war. So I became a farmer. But they called me back to war with a telegram. I tried not to go to war because I had a wife, but I had to go to war again. End of the story. All right, let's, let's just talk about that. Let's dive first in. All, first of all, number one, uh-huh. Only time I've ever seen telegrams is in books. So that's a really good tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and really old movies, but we don't watch those. No. Um, 
I love that he got a telegram. He um, did get a telegram. He had to go back to war. But he has a wife, and he doesn't want to go back to war. He's a farmer now. He shot at least 45. At least 45? <laughs> and then he got shot in the shoulder. So this story took place over eight years. What what happened in those eight years? Sure, it sounded like he just like got off the fucking boat in Normandy and yeah. just like started busting caps and he was there asses. for he was in the medevac for four years over a gunshot wound to his shoulder. Yeah, they <laughs> finally got it out. Reconstructive surgery. Maybe they couldn't get he's got it. Got a out. bionic arm now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why he's know, so good cause... at farming. Is he a successful farmer? I think we need Peyton to write a part too. I think we need Peyton to come out of retirement. We need Peyton to come out of here and to uh, write more books. It's not even that. We need to have him on for a an Q and A. This very yeah. famous author. Yeah, he's a published author. He's published, dude. Okay, you ready for? Yeah, the have second any more story? comments about the story? <laughs> no, um, it's for Grandpa. Yeah, this is the second. Uh, here's the artwork for that uh, story. By the way. That's really good. That must be the farm, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's just a man in front of a house. <coughs> okay. Um I, um I think this one Is this it, next story for Grandpa? I'm not sure who this is for. This is the story about the assassins and okay. um it, this, this is the this is the the, the uh, main the, event. Then. The titular, yeah. Okay. This is the the okay. Assassins greed. This all began when I was a little Boy, my father and my father's father were great assassins, and I was next. My first mission was to take on three spies. I had to knock them out. I got paid 12 pieces. After that, I wanted more and gold, so I killed more and more. I got more and more gold. Finally, I came to think, what if I killed my boss? We all think that, huh? Every day, <laughs> every day, everybody. I clock thinks, in. And I'm like, man, it'd be so tight. Thinks about that. <laughs> He's a man of the people, Peyton Jones. So for four years, I waited and waited to get his trust. Two years later, he sent me on a personal mission. He was suspicious of his assistant. He sent me to Pennsylvania to watch his period assistant period. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. Yes, penis. Elvania? That's what I'm reading. Okay, so Penis Elvania. Yeah. Sounds like a fictional place in a mythical pornographic movie. I think it is. I think okay, that's cool. I think that's where he pulled his inspiration from. At at ten or eleven years old. Okay, perfect. She went everywhere, but she had a meeting with someone. But who? I had no idea who with. She stayed at a house. The next day I followed her to the meeting. She spotted me in a different disguise. I ran away into an alleyway and climbed to the top of the building and caught me at the top. And she asked me, what are you doing here? You have work to do. How did you know? I've known for a long time. Excuse me. I've known for a long time. So I came back and told my boss I couldn't find her. Then I killed him and took all his money. End of, end of the story? I think that's the end of Assassin's Greed, yeah. Here's so the art. it really was. He here's, just had some greed. Here's the art for Assassin's Greed. It looks like a bunch of black Spider-Men. Hey, you need to calm down. Sorry. Symbiote Americans. Yeah. 
Wow. You ready to hear about Jonathan the Dwarf? I would like to I'd like to get more into Assassin's Creed. Okay. Just a second. Sure, sure. This all takes place in Pennsylvania. Well, part of the story does. Not all part of the story. Of the story. Right, You're right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So there's a scene change. Twelve pieces of what? Reese's pieces? I think he does say gold multiple times. That the character no, but he says and gold. Let me go. So back. he says twelve pieces. Let me look at the author. And notes. gold. I promise you that's what it said. Twelve well, pieces. Well, I think it's gold. inferring. I got paid twelve pieces after that. I wanted more gold. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. it does say after that I wanted more and gold. That's what I told you. I wanted okay. more. So twelve pieces of candy. KFC. Pizza. Maybe it's a KFC bucket. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe he's putting it's together a original Lego, recipe. A Lego project piece by piece. Maybe it's Hooters Wednesdays. All you can eat wings at Hooters on Wednesdays. Maybe it's uh maybe it's twelve pieces of pieces. Reese's Maybe pieces. who's to know? We'll have Peyton on and we'll talk to him. We'll ask him about Pennsylvania and um, where he where he thought that was. Yeah, these first two stories are very violent, so I apologize to all our listeners. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to put a uh, disclaimer on the front of this episode. Yeah, right? lots of violence. Up front. Uh, Jonathan the dwarf. dwarf. Wait, there's another story. Listen, there's a lot more stories. God, I'm so happy. <laughs> what else are we gonna do? <laughs> no, I'm I'm okay. I can't wait. I'm a big fan of this author. Once upon so a time there is was this a, a com- like a complete works of Peyton Jones, or are there other books we don't have? This as far as I know, this is what I have. Um, how did you acquire this? I can't tell. I will have to kill you if I tell you. That's very fair. It was at Gary and Janetta's house. Okay. Okay, perfect. They've got all this shit. They got probably your book, too. I never had one. I do have a book where I was, me and Batman saved uh, the day, saved a, solved a Cape Crusader crime. Um, you saved the day with Batman. Jonathan the Dwarf. Once upon a time, there was a dwarf named Jonathan. He had no idea what his last name was. So he set on an adventure to Mount Doom. That's where his dad lived at. So at first he crossed the Bridge of Illusion. Then he seen a ghost. He ran right through it. Then he seen a werewolf and punched it right in the face and ran across the bridge into the swamp and saw a swamp monster and kick it and fell down and cried. (laughs) Jonathan helped it back up and ran past it. What a nice guy. Jonathan's a good dude. Next, he went into a fortress and killed at least 32 oars. <laughs> Next, he was at Mount Doom. He got burned by the fire one time and said to himself, I need to stay away from the fire. Finally, he got to the top. He found his dad. Let me pause. Okay. Finally, he got to the top. He found his dad. Do you remember what my last name is? No. And Jonathan said, then why did I come here? He went to his mom's house and she said, your last name is Davis. (laughs) Jonathan Davis. 
<laughs> Wait, can we talk about how we talked about the adventure? This one's good. It's good. But we talked about the adventure it was to get to his dad's house. Yeah. Do you just teleport to old mom's or what? I Do guess next door? I guess that's the next chapter. I guess that's something we're going to have to ask him about when we have him on. I hope you're taking notes. See if we can get this in writing. See if we can go through it. Uh, we're not going to read that one. That's we got to do our wait. old dog. Oh, you don't want to read any true facts? No, I want just Peyton's imag- fiction. Yeah. Uh, this one doesn't have a. No, um... oh, I'm sorry. Did you? Would you like to see the artwork for Jonathan the Dwarf? I would like to. It's Jonathan Davis. Please don't. Jonathan Davis the Dwarf. So he in this one he killed at least thirty two orcs. Yeah, as far as I know. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. This doesn't have a title. <clears throat> oh, this is his white album. One day I was going to the airport and a car ran right into me. I woke up in the surgery, but they didn't see that I had woke up. So they finally seen I was awake. So they stopped the surgery, and put me to sleep. Then I woke up in pain in the house. I couldn't do nothing. The only thing I could do was watch TV every day. Until I didn't feel anything anymore. For two years, I couldn't do anything. I finally could go outside. I rode my bike until I couldn't ride anymore. Damn. This is deep. That was really deep. Um, I couldn't do anything but watch TV. For two years. Here's the artwork uh, for that story. Original artwork. Oh, there it is there under the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's tragic. This is a true story. One day, me, one day, my brother and me were down in the trailer park. <laughs> looking, That's you, dude. <laughs> That's me. I didn't make an appearance in this story. We were down in the trailer park looking for any cat. We found a stray cat. We asked my mom if we could keep her. She said, yes. We kept her until she had babies. Her name was Luna. My favorite baby was my favorite baby, (laughs) white and black. I named it Whitey. It died soon (laughs) after it was born. She had seven babies. (laughs) So the the moral of the story, kill Whitey. Sticking it to the man, dude. Take it. Take down Whitey is the problem. Oh man, that's sad about Whitey. So sad. <laughs> Looking for any cat. Looking for any cat. Okay, this is perhaps another true story. Was there any artwork for that one? Um, yeah. Please. That trailer is huge. Yeah, it's a big trailer. <laughs> one day I was at the creek without asking. I came with Timothy and Darian. We went Those back bastards. all the way to the tunnel. Then I seen then I seen my brother up at the little playground. So we were coming back to Timothy's house. My mom was about to call the cops. <laughs> Darian got up out of the creek. My mom asked his name. He said Darian. Then she asked, Is Peyton with you? He said, Yes. So my mom told me to get out of the creek. She drove me back to Timothy's house to get my bike. As soon as I got home, I got three paddlings and two weeks of grounding. 
He deserved every fucking minute of it. He shouldn't have went to the creek, boy. He's with Darian, he did, your mom didn't even fucking oh, know who Darian we, was. What we got here? Just three dirty little creek boys. <laughs> Guys up there skipping stones. Rolling around in a tunnel, are you, creek boy? You guys licking mud. <laughs> you out there catching frogs. Kids, I think, what were we talking about the other day? And, oh, my, um, Alyssa was saying that her grandma had one of her friends, her and her friend trained their baby, potty trained their baby at like six months old or something like that. Holy and I was shit. like, I was like, yeah, they had nothing else to do. They had literally nothing else to do. We're going to get this little bitch potty trained because what else are we going to do? Make more babies. That's about all we have. To what do. else are we going to do in this house? We don't have anything fun to do. So I was saying that to say, do you think people just ate mud? I think there's people just out there eating mud. Trent, yeah, dude. And then people got cable, and then it, they didn't have to worry about that. Anymore. Yeah, before people, before there was cable, people just ate mud. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> before 1982, when cable was invented, just, just a bunch of creek boys, hand to mouth and mud, dude, as quick as they could. Catching frogs. One day, I was at a lake, and three alligators swam up to me. What the fuck lake is he going to? And they missed me, and I swam and swam, and I lost them. They vowed to catch me someday. Five years later, I am 30 years old. (laughs) They found (laughs) me again, so I tried to bite them. They did the same trick I did to them, but I got away again. So they found me again that very same day. This time they knocked me out, and I woke up in a cave. I broke the chains, hallelujah, and I came after them this time. I got them, and I put them in the jail for life. But still, you know they wanted to kill me, about? but I know they'll never get me. Well, well we got to worry. We got to watch Peyton when he's 29, and we can't let him near any bodies of water. Yeah, that's – well, okay, so how old am I? You're 20 tw- – I'll be 27. So Peyton yeah. turns 25 in October. So at some point this year, three alligators are going to try to get him. And oh, my God. We got to protect Peyton. Peyton <laughs> can't be near any lakes. No. 20, yeah. From October 2021 to October 2022, Peyton will not go near any body of water. Okay. You got to text him right now. I'll call text him. Right him. Now. Call him, th- call him on the sh- get him on the show. Call him and tell him that we can't let him near any lakes. I don't have uh, my thing um, right here with okay, me. Okay, never mind. But I will text him. <clears throat> I want to get his thoughts. I'll say, never go to the lake, dude. You're not going to the lake from October to yeah. October. You're never going to the lake again. That's what I'm going to say. We're not going to let those gators get our boy. Yeah, I'll say that. We... We won't let those gators get you. You're a good friend. That's twice now. That's all you get. <laughs> he said what? <laughs> you gotta yeah, so call him. That's all the stories, man. That's all the stories in the book. And the last one was a premonition. Would you like to read a story that I wrote? Absolutely. That was also in the back of this book. I also had a comic I was briefly working on. I don't remember when, 
I uh, have a bunch How'd of you get in this book? drawings. I also have a card game that I was working on. Nice. Here's some cards. Uh, the monsters are Captain Awesome Sauce. Um, Sick. Yeah, he has 1,200 attack points and 1,150 defense points, and his description is that he's cooler than you. Um, I drew a shark to puss. Um, that's like a that's like a blue eyes white dragon, basically. That tr- that checks out. Yeah, and then also there's Danger Duck. Um, his attack Just is a normal duck. Well, hang on, it's an effect card, and the effect is being dangerous in dangerous situations. Oh, that's so good. it can just need that. sometimes you need that, and then also I do have Nick Hill's microphone as a card, uh, and it gives the caster the ability to sing in a deep, majestic voice. Do you want me? Can I tell you something? Yes, I remember when you made these. <laughs> do you? I swear to God, because that one set me off. You're like, I'm basically making Yu Gi Oh right now, and then you told me all about them. I remember that. I got to make it. What if I just made a card game? It's going to be your Cones of Dunshire. Yeah, just with nonsense. It's, but just, it's, yeah, the cards like Danger Duck that it's just <laughs> like I played Danger dangerous Duck. And dangerous situations. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? I don't know, man, but he beats your monster. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got Nick Hill's microphone, so you're, you're going to get fucked with this majestic voice. Uh, this is my story. Okay. It was a dark and stormy night. Bruce Lee was cooking ramen noodles. He pulled them off the stove, put them in a bagel, put them in a bowl, sat down at his dinner table, and began to chew. As he was taking his third bite, an ox slammed his fist on the table and said, "I see you like to chew. How about you chew on my fist?" That's a line from uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda that I did take. Um, <clears throat> just, a, just a touch of plagiarism on this. Yeah. First he swallowed, then he said, "Let's fight!" Bam! Fists are flying everywhere. The enemies were going blind from overexposure to pure awesomeness. I'm going blind! Shouted the alligator. He's too awesome! Shouted the rabbit. When all of a sudden there was a knock at the door. As they answered, it swung wide open. A cop. What's going on here? He asked menacingly. The four of them were tangled up in a mess of naked awkwardness. The ox looked at the cop and said, uh, we were playing naked twister. Okay, replied the cop. Well, you're being too loud. I got a report that there was too much noise in there. You're going to have to keep it down. He said, hey, weren't there four of you a minute ago? And Bruce Lee said, yeah, there was an alligator, but he's blind. So he's probably somewhere filling up your mom. And then they said, ooh, that was the crowd collectively. All right, said the cop. I'm taking you in. So they spent a fun night in prison playing Twister with all the other guys. <laughs> so what were the charges? Uh, sick burns, I guess. <laughs> I guess he, he got, he caught a third degree felony. Arson, sick yeah. <laughs> Arson. <laughs> I guess, man, I don't know. God. You're, how old do you think you were when you were at that? 15, no 14? Idea. Yeah, maybe. I definitely remember Nick Hill's microphone. Well, I'm glad you do. That's exciting. Uh, you don't remember anything. so Mm-mm, No, sir. Well, did we do it or should we talk about something else? I mean, we, I mean uh, we can talk about 
we should talk about at least a little something else, maybe. Yeah, even though this one was so good. You think so? No, not at all. But <laughs> no, it was very fun for us. I yeah, think. I had fun reading these stories. Oh, man, I'm really worried about Peyton and bodies of water. We just got to keep – Peyton's never going to the lake again. At I'm least – text him. Yeah, I text him. He said, what? Didn't reply. Um, this doesn't matter to anyone uh, here um, listening, really, but Ryan Dukey uh, made an Instagram post about me. Ryan Dukey's a professional wrestler, um, so that's pretty cool. He's really funny. He's a good wrestler. He's a comedy wrestler. I really like him. <clears throat> Andy Squires, my favorite uh, Christian artist, um, poet reposted my story on his story today, so that was cool. I said, Peyton, you're not going near any bodies of water till further notice or five years from now, whichever comes first. That's good. I was worried about him. How was Gallenberg? Did you have a good time? Yeah, we had a good time. We did. Um, we walked around a bunch. And Is it busy? Yes. We ate at Blake Shelton's restaurant, Old Red. What'd you have? A Nashville hot chicken sandwich. I love Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. It was it was fine. There's no Hattie B's. Not it was worth certainly four hours for. No Hattie B's. And um the thing about the Blake Shelton, like it was fine food, but they're like there wasn't enough on the sandwich. It was literally just like pickles and the like and I expect that from fast food, but you gotta put like put a so there's this place up in Ohio, um we're close to where Katie and Patrick live called Tano's, and it's like this bistro. And dude, they make my favorite chicken sandwich like it's okay, a, I'm, I'm listening it's a hot honey chicken sandwich so it's fried it's hot but then they it has like lettuce and tomato on it but they also drizzle honey over top of the chicken and dude it is like oh my gosh it is like i was telling dougie um and, and you know this too but like spicy sweet is like my favorite profile like i love yeah, that it's it's my favorite one it's good. Um, and that restaurant has that best chicken sandwich. So the chicken sandwich, I really like the breading on the one I had at Blake's today. But um, other than that, it was just like, nah, it was missing. Yeah. yeah. We got the trash can nachos. Those were good. Love that. But I don't like that he's ripping off our boy. It wasn't trash can nachos. I'm sorry. Uh, it was the same gimmick, oh, but it was called redneck nachos. Excuse me. Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah, I apologize. I'm pretty sure Papa Flavortown has... Has that on lock. So. Yeah, I think he does too. Did you get a chance to look at my my name on here? I, on here. Austin, RIP, Dustin Diamond, gunned down in his prime Jones. Yeah, that's me. Did you just find out that Screech bit it? No. You've known for a couple weeks. You I've known for to... a while. I just needed time to process in order to start celebrating it. I needed time for me to. You know, Shout take it in. Do you want to know? Can I tell you a cool fact about Dustin Diamond that may not be super cool? Yeah. So he sold a he sold a sex tape, right? Yeah, he was real into the porn business. He, no, not really. Here's what it happened. So he was using his D list status to make money, like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton did off of their sex tapes. It wasn't his dingus. He hired a dingus double. No, no, no. What I meant was like that he was on like what celebrity biggest loser or something like that at one point yeah. in time. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. 
the fact that he was like really into porn was a big highlight of that show. Like that was like yeah. a big deal about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, but he was also he he hired a double, which is really smart. So he used a hog double. Yeah, which is what I do for every single. Sure, you have every, to every event that I need to expose my hog. Like I I yeah. hire a hog. Yeah, that's smart to do. Yeah, dude, you don't want your hog floating around in the ether. No, 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 no. No, that's dangerous waters. Speaking of dangerous waters, Peyton hasn't gotten back to me yet. Yeah, really yeah, we should probably get off here and call him. Hurry. <laughs> All right. Well, you could follow me, uh, Lord Shane Insko. Nice. On all forms of social media, at Shane is rad. You can follow Colonel Austin Jones at Austin Jones TN. Uh, follow the podcast at Nice Boys Podcast. Check us out on the Menus Near You podcast. Our both of our episodes are out now. Yeah, Go listen to them anywhere it's you get them. A lot of fun them. talking with Landon time. and Jake. Um, Had a great time. We're real excited about it. Played lots of games. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be on Ear Dip very soon. Yeah. We also have a few ideas for our little pop cats. Yeah, we got another bracket coming down the pipeline for you real soon. Should be fun. Yeah, dude. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Well, got anything else for us? No, I don't. I should have saved some of these stories for something at the end. I don't. I do have uh, HP Lovecraft stories right here next to me. Let me just open it up and read something on the page. Read a sentence. Get in there. Okay. I did not undress, but decided to read till I was sleepy and then lie down with only my coat, collar, and shoes off. Sick, dude. He had a hog double, too. Garbage!